Welcome to another episode of The Crown and Spear. I'm your host, Stephen Litchfield. This is my co-host, Gary Litchfield. And we got another rip-roaring, exciting episode for you today. No, it's what we always have, rip-roaring, exciting episodes. Yes. Did you have your beans? No, I didn't have beans. Oh. <laughs> so I'm not going to rip any of off today. Mm. <laughs> I had bacon earlier. I skipped the bacon today. No bacon? No bacon. I had real nice bacon yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I didn't feel like fixing bacon today. So what did I eat? I don't know. I don't know. I scrambled an egg. Okay. And I had a little bit of hash browns. No, I made some corned beef hash today. That's what it was. Uh-huh. Out of a can. <laughs> I had a little bit of corned beef hash, a biscuit left over from the other day, and an egg. There we go. Okay. Breakfast of champions. Yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right. Let's uh, move on. Let's get into this thing. All right. All right. Today, I'm going to bring up a, a topic that, well, we'll say it as it shows up on the screen. There it is. Mm. Tattoos, eh? Tattoos. What do you uh, think about tattoos? Uh, they're, they're, you know, images that are on people's bodies. They, anything else? <laughs> I, I mean, personally, I'm not a big promoter of tattoos. I don't care if somebody else has them. Uh-huh. I don't want any. Okay. But uh, I don't know. Well, um, I know a lot of uh, people that have tattoos. And yeah. To me, um, it, it really depends on uh, the tattoo. And like some people, it, it, I think they just go out and get whatever and put on themselves. Right. And, and, and some people do it for rebellious reasons or whatever. Right. Um, I, There's some people just go get drunk and end up coming home, got a tattoo they weren't planning to get. Or like half <laughs> on their face and they're like, ah. yeah. Um But if it has like a special meaning to yeah. them, you know, yeah. uh, personal, and, and, and if it's a you know, an artist who can do a, a, a good decent tattoo. tattoo That's all. the other thing. You get yeah. a good tattooer. Um, is that what you call them? A tattooer? Do they have a name? Tattooey. Tattooey. It sounds like a character from some movie we some watched. Star Wars or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So I mean, you know, they're okay. I mean, there's a lot of people like them. I remember back as a kid, we just lost something on a card over there. Uh, it came back. No, we're still going. Okay. <laughs> Technical difficulties there. If something blinked out, our, our monitor went off for a minute. Hopefully uh, everything's still working. <laughs> that sounds like it is. Anyway, as a kid growing up, I had some uncles who had tattoos who had got them when they fought in the war, you know, mm-hmm. probably World War II, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember they just looked ugly. They were faded and nasty looking. You couldn't have tell what they were about or what they said. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, the ones today are, are I guess, better artists. They're, they're neater uh, somehow or another, they have more definition to them, I guess. I don't know how they'll be when that person who got it when they were 20 turns 60 or something, if they'll change. But, I mean, you know, I, they're well, okay. I mean, I don't know what to say about them I, other than that. I just got an image of, you know, like a, a guy who is in the military and everything. Right. And he goes out and gets a tattoo of like a, a beautiful woman, right. you know, a nice shapely woman on his arm. And he gets older and fat and everything, and then the woman gets older old and, and fat, fat looking. <laughs> she go along, <laughs> and that probably happens. The other thing is, you know, people sometimes like like you mentioned the guy doing that. He'll get this girl's name tattooed on his arm, and then they break up. Yeah, and he I've, marries I've, somebody else, and he's got this beautiful heart with a ribbon on it. <laughs> I've, I've literally seen people do that, and then they go and and they get a tattoo of a line through it, and then the next girlfriend like below it. <laughs> Add it on. Because, you know, uh, one thing about tattoos, they're pretty much permanent. (laughs) I mean, they're going to, they have ways I've understand now with lasers. Yeah, there's lasers, but but it's expensive and it's painful. Yeah, and it leaves marks that that are there, you know. So 
they're there, and uh, you know, some look okay, some look bad. <coughs> I've seen some that have just you know beautiful looking like you know flowers and a saying or something. And you think, mm. oh, that's kind of neat, you know, uh, and that's okay, you know. So was, it's just not my thing. I'm not somebody who wants to stand for pain and understand needles running in and out of your arm hurts, <laughs> uh, you know. So I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, I, the idea there with with this here. Is that tutus, tutus, tutus. <laughs> tattoos uh, help us to remember, mm. at least for the person that has it. They, they sure. have a purpose behind it. Uh, I've heard of married couples, you know, that'll get mm. like the same tattoo, you know, under their clothing somewhere that generally only they would see as a married couple. Yeah. I've, I've seen people where uh, they've gotten like a picture of um, like a... Uh, their mother or something right. on their arm or leg or right. something yeah something like that so anyway but they help us to remember you know sure. and we've been talking about remembering in our last three weeks that we've looked at things we have yes we have do you remember anything about those <laughs> i remember i was here you were here yes yes i was here too were you <laughs> anyway uh, we had talked about an Old Testament passage and then a New Testament passage and another Old Testament passage. Uh, we talked about uh, uh, Peter, I remember, was the second one we did. And mm. he talked about this was his second letter from the second letter of Peter. Makes sense. Sure. Uh, he said, it's the second time I'm writing to you to help you to remember. We were talking about you know writing things down. And we talked about post-it notes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All those kind of things were in there. And then uh, I'm trying to remember back to the first one, and my mind is drawing a blank. Um, it was, uh, oh, the tassels. Remember yes, the tassels? yes, tassels. And the yes. tassels were on the clothes to help you remember stuff. You, they would hit you as you're yes. walking and jingle around and think about them. Because, like, uh, remembering what the Exodus. Right, stuff, yeah. right. So that was in there. And then the uh, last one, we went back to the Old Testament passage from Deuteronomy. I remember that now. Mm-hmm. And that was talking about impressing the word of God on your children. Mm-hmm. Do it when you walk along the road, when you stand up, when you sit down, when you lie down. You know, They did it around mealtimes. They did it while they were working. Everything they did, they brought up God's word and talked about it. So that it, it was like rote memory. You just keep saying it over and over and over until you, you know it. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so we did all that. So uh, this week and then the next two weeks coming up, uh, we're going to do some more on remembering, and then we're going to finish that topic out. That'll be it. We'll move on to other things. Uh-huh. So planning ahead a little bit. A couple more things about remembering. And it, this passage made me think of tattoos. Okay? <laughs> so here, here we go. Let's jump into it, and you'll see what I mean when we read the passage. So this comes out of Isaiah 49, 15, and 16. Mm-hmm. And it says, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast? And not have compassion on the child she has born. Though she may forget, I will not forget you. Let's talk about God remembering us. Now, here's 16's words coming in. See, I have engraved on the palm of my hand and on your wall. Engraved your name. I guess it's supposed to be. I've yes. looked that out. I have engraved you. That's what it says. I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. Your walls will uh, ever be before me. Mm-hmm. And so in a, in a sense, some people have taken that like, God had a tattoo of us on his hand, you know, at least the name. Now, you know, it's a figurative of speech talking about God doesn't forget us. He's got it, you know, that etched in that he's, in a sense, written us on his hand. He remembers us, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that ought to take us back to thinking about things that we ought to remember. So I'm going to jump back here for a second. You know, uh, when you think about a new mother and she has a a baby, Mm -hmm. uh, 
some folks use bottles to feed, but a lot of mothers breastfeed. And one of the first things they do when that baby is born, they wipe it off, clean it up a little bit, hand it to the mother, and give it right to her to breastfeed. I mean, it just it becomes natural. There becomes a great bond between the mother and the child in doing that. Um, you know, I wouldn't personally know about that, but other than, you know, the mom fixing that part in there. Um, but there's a special bond in the feeding and the connection and uh, loving on it. Uh, you know, mother's not going to forget that child. Now, there are people today, just because of circumstances and problems and sometimes evil that gets into the world, you know, people give up a baby as soon as it's born. Mm -hmm. uh, I do remember working security one time, and there was a girl who was a druggie, and she was in and out of the hospital constantly uh, coming in for drugs and would have to go through treatment and this and that. And in the process of all that, she got pregnant one time, and the uh, social services people said, she's not a fit mother. She can't take this. And so the minute the baby was born, they removed it from the room and took it somewhere else, and it was going to be put up for adoption or somebody else to take care of. And as a security person, I had to stand around right near the room. I couldn't be in the room, but near the room. Because there was a guy who said he was going to come and take that baby. And I mm -hmm. had to be there in case he came to try to stop and call police and take care of it. Uh, but generally speaking, there's a bond that takes place with a, a mother and baby, you know, when they're born. Um, and so here it says, you know, can a mother forget her baby? The, uh, the answer to that question is no. <laughs> you know, a uh, mom and her child... Uh, you know, they always talk about a mother bear and its cubs. You know, if you're out in the woods and you see them, don't bother them. Mm -hmm. Mama bear will take you out. <laughs> and that's the way a whole lot of mamas are with their kids, even at your fine age, which are almost how old? We're not going to say. You're not going to say that age? No. It's coming up in about two weeks or a yeah. week or whatever it is, pretty soon. Whenever. Okay. We'll discuss that later. I, I stopped counting. <laughs> a long time ago. Anyway, <clears throat> the... Uh, the mother's not going to forget that baby, and she'll have compassion on that child that was born to her. And it's a picture of God remembering us, okay? Uh, and it says here, though though she may forget, that's kind of a big iffy. That doesn't happen much, you know? He says, I will never forget you. It's amazing. God has us on his mind all the time. He f doesn't forget us. Now, <clears throat> we've already said, sometimes we forget God. You know, we, we build a relationship with him. He draws us to him by the power of the Holy Spirit. We accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and we trust in him. And uh, we, we do a whole lot to start studying the Word of God and, uh, you know, going to church and trying to follow the things of God. And then sometimes, you know, time goes along and we start to slip and slide a little bit. And we don't follow God and remember him, and particularly remember his ways and what his Word tells us to do, which is, again, what the last three lessons were all about was us remembering him through the tassels, through the making an impression, talking about his word whenever we go and reminding ourselves over and over and over about God's word. It's it's so needed in our lives to keep God first. Mm -hmm. uh, and he says, you know, I will I will never forget you. <clears throat> and then this second part of the passage where we talked about, that's where I got the idea of, you know, the uh, idea of a tattoo. Because he says, see, I have engraved you on the palm of my hand. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's kind of a big picture from God saying, you're permanently mine, not going anywhere. We're not going to erase this thing. Uh, God keeps us pretty close to him, engraved <clears throat> in the palm of his hand. I've currently used this uh, passage um, like in the last week or so. Really? How yeah. did you use it? Uh, just there's uh, like a friend of mine who I know people – 
uh, pick on because of having a tattoo and, and saying, and try to, they, they try to use certain passages of saying like how it's not, uh, like Christians should have tattoos and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I, I use this passage saying like, Hey, look, Jesus, not Jesus. God even had tattoos. <laughs> God even had tattoos. <laughs> uh, like I said earlier, you know, uh, up until recently, per- tattoos were pretty much permanent. Yeah. You know, they were just there, and we just talked about it a little while ago. They are removable through a lot of pain and a lot of expense, and it still has a tendency to leave some scarring or something that you know it was there. Mm-hmm. But God's point is, I'm not going to forget you. And I think that's important that if he's not going to forget us, we don't need to forget him. And if we anybody just happened to see this one, go back and see the first three that we did on this section. Uh, starting this year, or with third year, we said, right? This is our third season going on. Mm-hmm. Um, go back and look at them and see what it always said from uh, uh, those pa- three passages and try to deal with the fact that we need to do everything we can to try to remember God, to follow him, and let his word have an impression on our life, such an impression that it completely changes us and makes us into a new and different person. Um, and so I think that's, that's pretty cool and something we need to watch. So having said all that, a couple of takeaway points. Number one, remembering God. That's the whole point of what we've been talking about, both through the others. We need to remember him. And we need to think about what can we do to remember him, because we are a forgetful people. Uh, things start going right in our life, and all of a sudden we think, okay, I got this now, and I don't need God to help me, so I just don't need to worry about him. And we've talked about this before. If you read through the Old Testament, there are cycles. It's like they're here, big circle. They're up here on top. They're with God. Everything's great. And they're like, yay, God, everything's good. He's with us. Things are prosperous. And as they go on, you know, they're, all their prosperity and the more they've got going on good, they start forgetting about God. And it's all terrible and it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse. And the next thing you know, at the bottom of the circle, uh, God's put them into some kind of... Uh, you know, poverty situation or captivity situation and everything's bad. And what do they do? Oh, oh, we need to go to God. And they start crying out to God and they yell for him and they pray and they do everything and things come around and God restores them. And they're okay. They're like, yay, God, we're good, aren't we? And then they start doing this again. You read through the Old Testament and there's cycles over and over. I, I feel like we do that in our own lives a lot of times too. Yes, we do. So, yeah. <laughs> so we need to, to try to push to remember God. Mm-hmm. One way or another, uh, you know, like I said, put something on your computer. Stick things around your house. We talked about the writing of on the door frames of the house in one of our videos recently. Yeah. Um, your mother even asked me the other day, could we come up with a, a business that would make up stencils that people could stick on their doorways that would have the word of God, you know? Uh, so something to think about. We need to remember him because he doesn't forget us, as we learned in this particular passage. Um Thus, is the next one here, is to uh, the remembering his word and make it a part of our life. Things that are important to us, we we keep right up front. Um, We we hold on to them and we do everything we can to to remember it. you know, people will, you know, take pictures and post them sitting around our house to remember family members and good times. Uh, you know, people will, you know, say, get together at uh, an anniversary. You know, have pictures of, you know, anniversary things going on. They will have birthdays and they take pictures of that. You get together for Christmas and they make sure they get shots of all the different family. And they will put those in frames, you know. Mm-hmm. And some people you go in, I mean, literally the whole wall is nothing but pictures of their family. 
you know, they don't want to forget, you know, they want to have them there as remembrance all the time. So remembering his word, we need to do something to ourselves to make us remember it. Uh, repeat it over and over and over, put it on cards, like we said, all those different things, so that it becomes a part of us. Um, and I've mentioned before, I know a lot of people who claim to be Christians, and yet will use foul language on a regular basis. And the, the weird thing is, when they're around me, and they know I'm a former pastor, <laughs> they'll say it, and they'll go, oh, I'm sorry, they mean to say that. <laughs> you know? I said, well, it's because of who you are, and that your nature you need to change that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and then there's two passages in Ephesians we may look at sometime that talks about not letting unwholesome words come out of our mouth. And then the other one in, in Ephesians deals with coarse joking, where you're telling things that aren't appropriate compared to God's word. Mm -hmm. So it's all that. And then lastly, as we've said a number of times now, write it down. We need to write it down so that it's uh, a part. Uh, writing something has you remember it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't remember if your teachers did this to you, but let's say when you were in elementary school and the teacher said, I don't want any talking. Next thing you know, you turn around and talk to somebody and the teacher would say, hey, Stephen, write a hundred times. I will not talk in class. I will not talk. What's that do? It helps to make you remember <laughs> that you're not going to write it, you know, talk in class. So, you know, write it down, write it down over, write it down over and over and over and over, you know, until mm -hmm. it becomes really a part of you. And then the next one is, I remember writing it down on the doorpost on cards, journaling, and I, I think it, it doesn't show up good there. I tried to put highlighting. It says in the middle of that yellow box that's there, uh, people use highlighters in their Bibles and, and mark particular passages. And uh, even my Bible program that I have on my computer and on my phone, which I yeah, I do have it in my pocket. I started to say I left it in the house. Uh, it'll allow you to highlight a passage, and then you can pick colors. It's got three or four or five colors that you could pick and change the colors you know, to emphasize certain mm -hmm. passages. I think you can do that in the uh, U version uh, Bible app as well. Right. Mine's yeah. called Olive Tree that yeah. I've been using, and it's got King James, NIV, ESV. It's got other ones, but those were all free, uh, so I downloaded those. Well, I know it's like the U version. Um, it's got just about every single version uh, of the Bible in there. And then, of course, it's also got uh, um, Audible. Right, uh, right. To it too, you so, can yeah. turn it on. And mine's also got a whole series of books that you can download and, and read and look at. And commentaries all that and, and yeah, stuff like all that. that kind of, yeah. So that's, that's, those are very handy to help you go back through studying God's Word. So there's our takeaways. Uh, remembering God is do things we need to do. Thus, remembering his word, which then means things like writing it down, door postcards, journaling, and highlighting things. Uh, and we started all that out talking about the tassels. Yes. Uh, something even if you wear on your body that will help you to remember God's word. Mm -hmm. uh, but do it over and over and over again. And that's... Oops, wait a minute. I had one more. Oh. Read, read, read. I do have another one. I thought I had, had them all on one slide, but I don't. <laughs> read, read, read. Okay. Go back to you know God's word and read it and read it again. Sure. And uh, five, impress God's word into your life, which hits all those different points from the last couple of weeks. All right. That brings us to the end. Okay. Well, then let's go to our closing prayer. All right, let's do it. Father, help us to remember. We are a very forgetful people, uh, but your word is powerful. It is there for us to understand. It tells us about your holiness, uh, your justice, your truth. It tells us who you are, the glory of, of, of being our God. 
It tells us about the providing of a Savior through your Son who would die on a cross and rise again. The important part, no other world religion has a risen living Savior the way we do. Uh, So, Father, it's important that we remember. So impress your word on us. Help us to write it down, highlight it, look at it again, and read it and read it and read it and read it so that it becomes a part of who we are and we are more and more like you as we go through our life. Thank you for what you do. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. All right. Uh, You got anything coming up or anything you want to plug? Nothing right now. Okay. Nothing I can think of off the top of my head. All right. Um, But, you know, I want to say a quick reminder to anybody who wants to come and – see us or anything come to the farmer's market yes uh in uh elkin north carolina on saturdays at the pavilion in the middle of town I'm not really sure what street what's what street is that um i forgot the name of it it's market street um i don't I think remember it's market street and uh well, bridge street is the one that runs all the way through town north yes. bridge street and, and it's right uh, next town hall and police station so you from Nine in the morning till noon. And if if you want to just see me and not Steve, you can come on Friday to Mount Airy next to the post office, and I'm there. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's another farmer's market. Uh, Also, uh, check out The Real Stephen TV, which which is my channel and all the stuff that I post on there. And uh, if you don't have anything else, I guess we'll close it out. That's it. All right. So for all of us here at the Crown Spear, I'm your host, Stephen Litchfield. This is my co-host, Gary Litchfield. And we will catch y'all next time. (laughs) 